Hey, welcome to Shit We Don't Talk About, powered by Helix Interactive. This is the show where we talk about the things that need to be discussed more openly and more often. I'm your host, Mia Voss, and if you like what you hear today, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. My guest this episode is Nicole Barham. She's a finance systems coach, and she helps women solopreneurs go from stressing about money to being the boss of their finances. And what better person to talk about the topic today of keeping your mind on your money and your money on your mind. Strap in. It gets good. Here we go. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Mia. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Thank you for inviting me. I am very excited for us to talk about keeping our mind on our money and our money on our mind. Yeah, that, and, this, that's perfect. It, it is. It's it, boom, we're done. End scene. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we have to do. We just said before I hit the record button how that how women just have such a difficult time with money and they come to you because as I said in the intro, this is, this is your work and what you do in coaching women. They come to you thinking that they're the only ones that are that unique in money causing such a problem for them. Absolutely. Um, And it's so funny that we all think that we're the only ones that have a particular problem or issue um, and then we realize that we are actually a part of the 90, 90%, you know, of people who literally ignore their money, um, afraid of looking at their money. So not ignoring it, but more, more like fear of looking at it because they don't like, they, they think they won't like what they see. Sure, sure. And I, I, there's so many of the topics that I brought up on this podcast that are steeped in shame. And things that are isolated. So that isolation and that shame can really keep people from taking a look at their money. So let's dive into it. I mean, you've got a background in this. Obviously, this is your, uh, this, this is your, your expertise, your wheelhouse, but you have a background that led you to this as well. So talk about a little bit about that so we can know how you got into this. Absolutely. So I've always been a numbers person Um, and I started out my career in accounting um, but I always did really well with other people's money, right? So my employer, <laughs> I took care of their books. I balanced their books. Um, but myself, not so much. <laughs> they have the staring in the States. I don't know if it's where you're from too. The cobbler's kid has no shoes. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. That's perfect. Um, so per- perfect analogy. So, um, so yeah, I, I did really well. And um After a few years of being in my career, I decided to start my own business. And I did that for a few years and it was going really well. And I was making a lot of money and, you know, traveling and all all the things. And then one day the company that, because I used to do affiliate marketing. And the company that I was with went belly up. Wow. And so, of course, the commission stopped coming in um, and no more money was coming in. And when I looked at my bank account, when I looked at my finances, I was, my company was six figures in debt. Wow. And it was extremely embarrassing. Um, so ashamed because I'm a money person. 
you know, my background is accounting. <laughs> and so I was, um, I felt even, I think I, I felt even worse than somebody who did not have that kind of a background, right? right? How could I make this happen? How could this happen to me? This wasn't supposed to happen to me. Um, and so that's when we decided to file bankruptcy. Like we literally had no other choice. Um, and I sat in that court and I promise you, Mia, I sat there and I, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> wow. I'm going to get us to the point where we are on top of our finances. We are, you know, like I made a vow that day that this was going to be the, the um, turning point. Sure. You know? I, I bet like that's that point in movies when the, when the, the music just crescendos and yes, <laughs> kind of that is God is my witness. And I, I can <laughs> totally see that. And I, I yeah. so appreciate that you're sharing this story and that you have done this and turned this into a business and, and been out loud and proud about your experience, because I think that alone of you sharing it and saying, this is where I was, not that I came from a bunch of money and money begets money. And, you know, be like me, even though you're not going to take any consideration that there's other people that have had circumstances. So I, I so thank you for doing this just for even saying that, because that takes the shame away for other people to say, yeah, I can, I can step up too. Absolutely. And you don't know how many people since I, because I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to say anything about the bankruptcy. I just was going to talk about money and helping you with your finances. And then my coach, my life coach said, you have to talk about the, the bankruptcy. Like you're here to talk about that. That's what is going to be the catalyst that kind of um, takes your business to the next level and brings in your your ideal client. Those are the people that you're supposed to be helping. How much did resistance you did you put up with that? <laughs> I did. I put up, I think six months after that was when I, and listen to what how funny this is. The first time I said that publicly, I said that, to someone who was doing a story on me for a magazine. <laughs> oh, it's so, out. You know, like doing it big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that wasn't and, a casual conversation to a friend that was like, nope. oh, let me get this public. Yeah. Good for and you. I was like, I when I hung the phone up, I called my, my coach and I said, you will not believe what I did. <laughs> I actually told someone about this. And I said this in a magazine that, thousands of people are going to be reading. She was so excited for me because I, I, I feel like in that moment, I was like, this is what's going to, um, to I guess, to kind of um, make the story and not just to make the story, but just to give so many women, it's a women's magazine. And I, and I was like, so many women are in this space of you know, shame and embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is like, get out of debt, you know, eat rice and beans and, 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 um, ramen ramen it up. And, yeah. <laughs> we know the line. Drive a beater, <laughs> drive an old car with a hole in the floor until you're debt free. And I was like, I don't want to be one of those people. Yeah. You know, that says, try to get out of your, you know, get, get out of debt by doing this and stay on top of your finances. I wanted people to, understand or to resonate with what I was saying that I, I get it. I understand it. I've been there and I got out of it. And so can you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so because that's nothing, why I did that. 
I love it. And nothing is, is worse than, than the getting hollered at, you know, like you, you just need to, and it's just the antithesis, the absolute opposite, I think, especially for women of, of what's effective for us. And, you know, thank goodness for listening to spirit because that's spirit led right there of Mm -hmm. saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to step out in faith and put this message out there. And, um, and it is the coolest magical point to see when something resonates that's born out of fear. Um, you know, of facing your fear, so to speak. And, you know, the, the bottom line, I'm going to, I'm going to cut to the chase just, just a a little bit for us of like the more we make money. I, I love saying this about putting up boundaries for time and effort is uh, I'm a for-profit gal. And, and even starting to say that has just been, first of all, it sets up a a great boundary. It pisses some people off. I'll let you know. And and it's probably, and it's, it's the people that lets me know, I don't want to do business with them. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, that to weed them out. Yeah, it's excellent to weed them out. And and you and I are in a group together that talks so much about that too, of, um, you know, kind of having those hard conversations so that you aren't doing business with people that are, that are also broke. Not, not that that's a bad thing, but they're people that have broke mindsets that aren't going to want to pay yeah. you what you're worth. So, yeah. And then the, I know there's just that confidence you feel when you do have that money and your own money, by the way, of, you know, sitting in the bank and saying, okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to do business the way I want to do business. Absolutely. And, and I think that the, um, just having money, right. My former employer, I, I don't know if I saw, if you saw my post, but, um, Mackenzie Scott, you did <laughs> Mackenzie Scott donated $6 million to my former employer, which is a not-for-profit organization that helps people with disabilities. And Mia, I look at that and I'm like, this is why I want to make so much money because you can do you can help. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just got so, so just so you know, I have been so inspired by her this year and then this week. So mm-hmm. like literally, we, yes. Yeah. So, so, so they were um, one of the company, one of the not-for-profits that got 6 million. So it's not like, oh, we're going to give you a 500,000 because for, to run a, a, that kind of a charity, that's a drop in the bucket. She's like, I'm going to give you $6 million. And guess what? You don't even have to tell me what you do with it. Yes. Just transform your business. Because with funders, I don't know if you know about not-for-profits, but with funders, oh my gosh, you have to report on every penny. They give you $10,000, you do $20,000 for their work. So anyway, Thank you. I know I would. I know, please. <laughs> like, and then that's okay for us to segue into this because she is what that's what we're aspiring to be, whether it's, yes. and, and look at, we know where the money came from, but you know what I love? Of I love the fact that she's flipped that around. She's kind of doing a little bit of this. I'm doing the finger motion. Yes. I was going to say to, I the, to the source <laughs> because he, you know, that this whole thing with the pandemic is how much Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. has made. And so then yeah. we know a lot of her money is coming from that because she's still tied to that coming. So guess, I mean, she's yes. given away billions folks. Yes. Billions of dollars. So I love having that huge goal of being a Mackenzie Scott with that type of thing. And then yeah. having that ability to say, and she actually gave money to, um, to an organization here in Denver as well. I just found out mm-hmm. from Colorado public radio, public radio the other day. Okay. So same thing. I love that distinction that she gave it. She has a group of people that, um, instead of 
of um, starting her own foundation, she just got that group of advisors to yes. tell her who are really great people to give money to and then gave it away. And you're right. Yes. That double work that nonprofits have to do to, to say that to we're report. worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so. it's absolutely. Yeah. It, it's absolutely just, you know, it, it's a lot of work and you're monitored and audited and all of things, all of the things. Right. So Mackenzie Scott is goals when it, when Jeez. it comes to someone like me, who is a goals. Coach. <laughs> goals. <laughs> Mark our words, folks, the check, check in on us. Uh, if, if this is six or eight months after, not, not that we'll get to that goal just yet, but I mean, working towards that, I love having that in my mind. And I, I'm so thankful for her to, for us to look to say that's doable because that's billions yes. and billions of dollars. So, you, you know, and we're starting from a place and we're in a group that's a, a six figure or, or seven figure or more group. Um, not that we're making that yet, but that's where we're working towards. So I love that idea as women. I think that first step towards it is what you do of yes. empowering women with their money. And so, so you dug out, I mean, you, you definitely, yeah. you hit rock, rock bottom and dug out. Talk to me about some of the, I mean, I know you can't get into all the details and give away all your goods, <laughs> but talk to me about some of the things that, that you did to work to that and, and some of the things that women do to shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. So one of the things that I started to do was um, keeping track of my money. And I kind of always had um, experience with that with my employer. I just said, let me use what I did for them to do for myself. And now let me kind of, you know, dispel the, this myth that everyone has that bankruptcy is a get out of jail free card. Mm. It is the most first embarrassing thing that could happen to you, number one. Number two, 90% of the people who file bankruptcy, they do not get 100% um, discharge of their debt. So they would look at my debt and say, you owe this money, but you still can pay or you, you, we're not going to just let you go scot-free. Right. You have to pay these thousands of dollars um, to the, the, your creditors. And so we walked away from that with still having to pay our creditors while we have no credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so our credit was shut. Um, and I, we literally borrowed from Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. I'm so thankful for my family because they never judged me and they knew that I was not the kind of person to borrow money, but we borrowed money right afterwards. And so that year got my foundation together. We were, we were in the hole, but we, we knew how much in the hole. Oh, we need $200 here. We need $500 there. And so that is where, and it's, it's crazy. Like I could go back years and look at my tracking and see the progress that we made over the years and say, this is how much we were making. And now we're making this much. And this is how much we were spending. And we stopped borrowing from them like six months after we got out because we really got down and I really dug deep and we stuck to a budget. And I know the B word is like a dirty word to a lot of people, but it really, when you think about it, not like, um, and I'm going to call some names and (laughs) not like Susie Orman or Dave Ramsey who say, you know, like suffer. Yes. While you try to get out. That's, that's exactly who I was thinking of when, when you, when you said that, and I love yeah. the the message that you have too, is you personalize it of, 
um, you know, look at, look at your own, look at your finances and you're helping people personalize it rather than saying you have to follow these exact things and like that, I, like suffer or, um, and the other thing that I think it's interesting too, cause I follow both of them. I've watched, watched a lot of their, consumed a lot of their, their information over the years. And the pattern that I see too is, is there's, they so at sometimes put shame back out there too, mm-hmm. because if you, if you choose to do this, you have to follow this certain thing or it's not going to work. And, oh, I think that's really a tough thing that, that gets people back into the cycle, into the, into a vicious cycle, a vicious I, mindset, right? Yeah. And, and the mindset around, and listen, they have some good points in terms of or yes. good strategies, you know, the envelope system, the, you know, whatever it is. But I also don't like the um, if, if you, because you know my marketing and you mm-hmm. see how I, I speak to my people. Yeah. I never blame. I never shame. I always talk about, you, do you remember when you were dying over here? You were pulling your hair out. Now you don't have to pull your hair out anymore. Now you can be on top of everything. Now everything can be at your fingertips. And so the positivity that I'm injecting in this yes. finance tracking or finance industry is really what attracts a lot of people to me because they're still ashamed and they're still not feeling great but they like timidly come over and say you know what I've been watching you I've been following you I think I need it now and 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 so that's what I that's the change I want to make and I might have gone a little bit off tangent no no it's 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 perfect because that that's exactly what it is. I mean, that that's what we want to talk about is are these practical examples of of how people feel. And and I will say I I do think that the positive effect of like when you're ready, this is yeah. this is what it, it will will be like. And and I know for myself, even seeing your post and then um doing a lot of my own uncovering of of things, because for me it's also a spiritual thing. Like what is what is the crap I'm carrying around that makes me repeat a lot of these things? Um so yeah. I love combining the again the idea of doing my own my own personal work because you you can you can have all this money here, but if you've got these patterns, right, that are yeah. they're they're still hanging out. So the idea of looking at the money and it feels like a muscle. So talk to me about that because it, it does feel like it's more of a, it feels a discomfort in the beginning of it. But then once you get into the habit of it, and I know I've gotten a lot better about it and been like, wait, 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 what's that? And caught mm-hmm. some stuff because yes. if I had been fearful and waited, um, you know, four or five days even, and I, I even had a little moment the other day because I hadn't gotten into uh, my bank account in a couple of days. And so it reminds you when you signed back on the last time you signed in and I was like, oh, girl, <laughs> you better get right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, the, um, the, it's, a, it's a muscle, as you said. It's like working out. You, you know, I, I tell people um, all the time, it's I'm your personal trainer for your for your finances. You know, it's like having a personal trainer just without the heavy lifting. Yeah, is what I say. Sure. And so um, that you have to, and that's why I say five minutes a day, thirty minutes a week, maximum. And I really do not talk about the thirty minutes a week because I really want the five minutes a day to become this. I have to go into my accounts five minutes a day, every yeah. single day, or I feel weird. You know, I feel like yeah. something's off. Um, and so it's that muscle that you build. And the other thing that, that's missing from a lot, because listen, there's a lot of people out there talking about finances, how to get, like, I'm not inventing anything here. 
But what I do talk about as well is support and accountability. Support and, and accountability. Okay. Yeah. And um, like some people don't want to do that either, but that's okay. It's available. I call it, I, I call it babysitting. So we have babysitting sessions. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Every Thursday at 7 p.m. We get together and I, you know, we have a co-working session and everybody comes on and they do their finances and it's a safe space for people to say, oh, this is a, a, a date I have with myself to get on, to, 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 to love on my finances. Rachel, in, who is in our group, who is a leader mm. of our group, would say, love on your finances. Mm. D- date your money. <laughs> I've seen it's some of the posts, which, money. by the way, I've bought your program and I am, I am talking to myself. I'm literally having this podcast just to get my shit together because I bought the program and haven't done it. And now, you know, this time when we're recording it, it's the end of 2020. We literally have about a week and a half, two. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Not even. Mm -hmm. Right. Two weeks. Um, And so that is encouraging to see that because I think the safe spaces are also a great place because again, you know, part part of my brand with my uh, Mia Vasta life as a, a a brand ambassador and a lifestyle blogger is talking about the female buying, the, the, the how much women have this female buying power. 85%, if not more, of overall buying decisions are made by women. If you can add that piece in, and again, if not more, and, and certainly for most households, we're making all of these buying decisions, discernment, yeah. doing the doing the research and so forth. You add that in with us having a shit ton of money, girl. Oh my God. <laughs> my it hands be, up. Yes, it would be. But the world is is so much better when women have money. And you see, and yes. I'm sure you see, we see that. Like if you look at when when the women were housewives and they stayed at home and the men went out and make the, made the money, look at the spending power that we had, which was like, I mean, maybe the grocery stores would, would reflect that. But, you, you know, like the, the other things that we are now buying and 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 donating yeah. to charities and we're we're taking we're using our money for good and I'm not saying that men did not use their money for good so nobody come for me yeah they, don't come at me don't don't at me now okay you, you know what she means but you're speaking the truth yeah speaking the truth so, it was a different money mindset absolutely and and the thing i find interesting about female spending and the female purchase power too is uh and, and men, they're they're. This is why they're not good at multitasking. They're they're very. They they buy for themselves. They make these purchases. Not to say they're not concerned about all these things, but when women buy, we're buying like this, right? It's family. It's pets. It's children. My auntie loves this. My cousin mm-hmm. lo- loves this. And even if we don't get this, even if we're not the ones buying it, we're going to recommend it. Right. And and then recommend for someone else to purchase it. Like, hey, did you know I saw this and this and this and it's vetted? Woo, girl, I'm getting (laughs) I'm getting a hot flash. This is awesome. A good one. (laughs) Get fired up. It it, the world does do better when we have that. So so we see that. Yes. Sorry, I'm just so excited. (laughs) (laughs) We do, we do, and then and then we're able to support like Mackenzie Scott. So yeah. she's able to support places. And I know that she specifically pinpoints um, at risk, 
uh, she's, I mean, she's going for, you know, anyone that just doesn't get represented, you know, just like in the, the voting process that we just had that are to give them more power because she, she sees it. And that's how you, I can tell that's how you, and I definitely think of like, if everybody's making money, it's not this only couple slices to the pie. That's the difference in the mindset. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's, I'm about transformation and making real change. Yeah. Of course I want that money for my family. Of course I want to take care of my kids and my husband. I want to make sure that I, you know, buy the house and the car, but what happens when you, you know, what else are you going to do with your money? Mm. You know, a lot of men will invest it, put it in the bank. One guy said, um, I watched a, a, a program recently. He said, I can only buy so many shoes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was so <laughs> pissed off about that. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're yeah. talking about buying stuff? Yeah. That's, because it, oh that's, God, what, were talking, that's what you have. That's all you got. Yeah. That's all he got. Like I can only, you know, I can only pump so much money into the economy, you know, because I can only buy so many shoes. And I was, I was blown away by that, mm-hmm. you, you know, mm-hmm. that anyone, that someone thinks like that. So that's why he was mentioning why he was investing so much of his money in like, I think the stock market or something. But to come back to your point about um, making sure that I'm taken care of and that others are taken care of. Yeah. And um, you spoke earlier about my background as a Jamaican, and that is the foundation of my upbringing. We are community focused. Like I came to the States and I'm like, how, what do you mean? I don't know. You don't know your neighbors. Or what do you mean? You don't like literally we lived in a community or it's like a village. People in, in, in North America would probably, or in the first world would say village <laughs> where everyone is like, really, um, do you need to stop? Thank you. That and folks, I'm not even going to edit that out. She, you could tell by my face. My boyfriend forgot I was recording the podcast, and I was just literally hitting my foot on the floor. That's what you get when you work from home, folks. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. The dog's going to bark soon. There you go. That's some real life stuff for you there. Of course. <laughs> and and I'm like, okay, what's happening? Yeah, you can see from my face, I was like. Mm, because he's rattling something down there. It's so funny. Thank you for that. You know, it's funny because that's one thing I picked up when I visited uh, Jamaica. I think it was three years ago. We went to a a conference down there. And um, luckily, I was collaborating with a a woman who introduced me to local business owners. Woo! Let me tell you, I was just, I was at church in school, like, keep telling me. I mean, it, it, and from every different um, type of business, the community element was there and, and the yes. community mindset of this money is not just sitting in mine and not going anywhere. So I, I so appreciate that. So you, you brought that here into your mindset yeah. and your business. Absolutely. And, and I, I tell people that um, my, like we, we were kind of, we were more givers than takers or receivers. And so, um, and, and still I have to be careful, right? Because sometimes yes. I will give more than I have. Um, and so, and we yes. want to solve everyone's problem, right? We do. Um, but yeah, but I, I love the, the idea mm-hmm. of taking care of my family, but also taking care of the community. Yes. Um, and yes. so that's my, that's my mindset. And that's how I, I run my business. 
I do um, charity work with my money. I don't have Mackenzie Scott's money, but I do um, send girls to school in Jamaica. Uh, so with some of my profits. So that's giving back to the community. And I, I love that you're living by example. That's that's the a piece I, I want to bring up and pinpoint for you specifically. And I love that about your business. So that and that shows. The other thing that I love too in from following you on social is that you are out loud and proud about it too. You're out loud and proud when you make uh, make a goal with your business mm-hmm. and when you give for your business. And I think that's the piece too. Again, if we're getting this underlying foundation, the root chakra is, Mm -hmm. and then you've got the root chakra color on, she's wearing red, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) which is just such a, like a foundational color. Then everything rises from that as well. And then you are able to take better care of yourself. And I, I will say one thing that's come out of this pandemic, I do feel like that it's much more of a focus about the self care in not the cutesy way, but in an essential kind of way. And the money piece is part of that too. Absolutely. And, and I think that um, it's, it's so, um, and I, I, I really want to be careful what I say, because I don't want anyone to think that I take this pandemic lightly. No. Um, it's horrendous. And if, if there was a choice between having it and not having it, we definitely would choose not having it. Exactly. But I've seen in my business, the, the woman that I'm working with, and the women who come to me are, they are so fired up about making change. Um, and I don't know if the pandemic had anything to do with it, but I just know that they're like, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, they come to me, I'm ready. I'm ready to get on top of my finances. I'm ready to stop playing small. I'm ready to stop being ashamed and embarrassed about my money. I'm ready to stop ignoring my money, you know? And so, um, I've seen the transformation in my clients and my customers and I'm so great. And I've seen it in myself as well and in my business, of course, because of course I'm, as you said earlier, you're for profit. I'm for profit too. So, you know, I've seen my business explode during this pandemic. And so I know that this work is needed. And if I, if I do it in an honest, authentic way, it's like, you know, the sky's the limit or there are no limits. (laughs) It is all the things and everything. And, and I agree that to to be, um, to, to honor what's going on and, and that the seriousness of the situation, however, how is the world going to be better if we're not doing better in this situation? If we have the ability to do better, how would it benefit the world if we shrunk and, and suffered along with it? So there you go. There you go, because now we're 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 coming into what could be a new age. Uh, just fingers crossed. We have we have all new, <laughs> all new everything, and it's and it's it's um, heartening and hopeful to see. So you know, being in a position to not have to like dig all the way out, but to have grown. Oh, it's good stuff. Yes. It's, it's good stuff. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Absolutely. What are a few, uh, parting things you want to leave for us? And then I have one more question for you and then we're going to get out of here. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the, the, the one thing that I would love for women to know is that number one, you are not alone. You are not the only person who is experiencing financial hardship, financial um, shame, 
-hmm. you know, because um, sometimes we can think about our spending habits and feel bad about it, you know, or or think about our, um, how we quote unquote waste money and feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, But that is, you know, you, there's so many more of you and it doesn't, you know, it it doesn't make any sense to keep ignoring it. See what happened to me when I kept ignoring it. It just doesn't go away. Right. And so um, my, my one advice is to, as soon as you can, and you don't have to have, you know, get this, you know, join a program or coaching program or any kind of big, you know, (laughs) you don't have to join anyone. You just have to open a spreadsheet on your computer and I'm a real, I'm an advocate for that because that makes you, brings you closer to your money. The apps, they're fine. But if you connect your bank to the app, you don't have to look at it. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I, I, so I'm, first of all, I'm, I have a love affair with Excel. I love Excel. Mm-hmm. And awesome. so I've seen so many different apps that complicate it. And then, then I, I then I shrink from that as well, because that's just one yeah. more thing I haven't done right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I think that like the numbers just show up on your screen and you have no idea how to decipher it. Right. Right. And it's one lump sum. And it's, it, it just doesn't, it's not user-friendly, mm-hmm. not intuitive, not user-friendly. So I say, open your a little spreadsheet and start, you know, today, just start putting your numbers in. Um, because when you start seeing those numbers and start feeling closer to your money, it's a it's a, a different feeling, and it's not it's not something I can explain. But I if you it. do it, I promise you, it it will it will change your life. Oh, it's, it's resonating for me. I just it just feels like a romance, like you were saying, like you're yeah. you know you're you're letting your your money know, and to speak of it from a spiritual spiritually energetic place as well, like you're letting it know, like got my mind on you. Yes, thinking about <laughs> you. Hey, yep. thinking about you. Little text. <laughs> just want to let you know I was thinking about you. <laughs> and your money is like, I was thinking about you too. <laughs> I was just thinking about you too. <laughs> and and the five minutes, right? This these little just little increments. Here's here's a, a quick flash that I had as far as the shame piece. And I think what's interesting is that women tend more towards shame anyway, right? So there's yes. things that that we're just like, ooh, and guys are like, what if? Right. (laughs) It's one of their superpowers. I'll say it. I don't want it to be one of mine in that sense. I want to have that, that type of effect, but not because I just don't, uh, that I disregard it. And so I think to remind women as well, that, that sometimes that place maybe may come like someone else could see that exact same thing and be like, so it's cool. Like just keep, you know, moving forward instead of sitting in that. So I think there is a, a, a spiritual and emotional piece to that too, of letting it go. Um, yes. And not making that bigger than what it is, but just facing it head on. I feel like I'm literally coaching myself right now. And this is awesome. So you're, you're <laughs> helping. <great. laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> going to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I but um, yeah, the few minutes a day, I think to just love on your money. Thank and you. To, to just put that, um, drop it in that little spreadsheet, see the numbers. And it really, really changes your life. And you're living proof. Absolutely. So, and so many of my clients and customers are, they email me every day or they send me messages or they write me reviews. Mm-hmm. Somebody said to me the other day, I've never seen a Facebook page with so many reviews. <laughs> yes. So many people go there to because they are really in love with 
with my systems and, and how I um, help them to, to see their money. And it, it's not, it doesn't feel scary. And I appreciate that. That is something that I, I preach with my businesses, be a cheerleader for the things that you love. So when people are taking the time to say that, and, and that, that does speak volumes because it's freedom. Yes. It's freedom. Absolutely. It literally is. It keeps people from staying in bad relationships, bad jobs. Yeah. You know, so, oh I, so much. So, yeah, money, so money solves a lot of problems. It does. <laughs> yeah. It's that it's, it's not everything, but it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it totally can. <laughs> All right. So one more question for you. Um, and you may not have an answer, but do you have a favorite swear word or like a expletive or sentence that you just use when you're super frustrated? Because it's always fun to have a it had one in my yeah. arsenal. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you know Jamaicans, but we, we curse quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have our own curse words in our own language. Uh, uh, give me some. <laughs> I need some. Oh new my god, ones. no! <laughs> You're like, no, I can't give. I can't give away the goods. <laughs> I can't tell you that people. Are, my, my people would listen. Be like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I couldn't send it to my mom, but um, I definitely love to say shit. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. And my son, my son who's uh, special needs, and he will be in the car. And I forget <laughs> he's in the car because he's so quiet. Um, so he's um, he's special needs, so he's not really talking a lot, mm-hmm. like an eight-year-old. Yeah. But he internalizes it, like he takes stuff in. One day I'm cursing somebody, I'm driving, I'm like, oh, sh- you asshole. I say that too. <laughs> asshole <and> shit. <laughs> he said, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't said anything. And now all of a sudden that he's, oh, pa- he's parroting yeah. that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like your, he's like your swear jar, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And they are like the, you know, like I oh. Remember, <laughs> I I will say that that one of the common themes as well are there there are certain things or phrases that people only say when they're driving and they're frustrated. Yes. So the driving thing, I think, will take it out of anybody and and pull it right out of you. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Absolutely. And I thank you for for sharing and not sharing that. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole language for that. I, I know personally I learned how to say, oh fuck, in Italian, Afagul. And it's just <laughs> you gotta get the hands so, and so great. <laughs> yes, and it's very satisfying. So <laughs> uh, thank you for being with us today. My mind is on my money and my money's on my mind. I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Mia. Take care. Bye. Listen here, party people, take charge of your money because no one else is going to do it for you. If you'd like to get in touch with Nicole, and you should, go to NicoleBarham.com. If you like this episode, please do all the things like share with your friends, subscribe, and leave me a review, especially if it's a good one. If you really like the podcast and you want to show it, head on over to ShitWeDon'tTalkAboutPodcast.com, click on the Patrons button, and become a full-time supporter of the podcast. And listen, if you want your very own podcast, but you don't know where to start, go to helix-interactive.com and get yourself some. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.